That got me thinking about the 80-20 rule. And if you have not already heard of the 80-20 rule, essentially it is the ideology that 80% of what you do is actually very much fluff and 20% of what you do is actually what is bringing in your real results. Welcome to Metaverse Marketing Mastery. I'm your host, Judah. As a marketing strategist and community builder in the Web3 space, I wanted to share my knowledge and methods with you. If you're an overwhelmed project founder and don't know where to start with building a community, then this podcast is for you. Let's get building. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you've been well and are feeling well too. And before we actually get into this episode about why I'm rebranding the podcast, what that means for this podcast, what we'll be talking about, as well as anything else that may be involved, and of course, also how that affects you and what I'm offering you, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about the burnout that I was facing at the end of last year. I actually took a little bit of a break at the end and... I must say that did not really help my burnout because it was extremely, extremely bad. And I'll let you know a little bit about why it was so bad and how that all relates to how I'm rebranding everything, what we'll be doing and so on and so forth. So at the end of last year, the burnout I faced was like no other. In terms of my mentality, I really am someone who likes to push forward I would say I have a bit of a punchy personality and I have never faced a burnout before because of that. Then again, I would say I have never worked so hard for a year in my life before. That burnout came after the year that I was working in the Web3 industry. And if you're in Web3 like me, you should know that the industry is very full on. Because it is a large mass group of people from different cultures, people from all over the world, that means the industry is running 24-7 because pretty much everyone works remotely, which means when you're communicating with different people from different locations, you're online way more frequently than someone who works in just one country. And if you're like me, who had clients all over the world, that meant that sometimes you woke up at 4am or 3am to make sure that you make it to your meeting. And sometimes you finish off at 11pm because you're trying to make sure that you fit your last client in. So doing that for a whole year was absolutely crazy. I enjoyed it very, very much. I actually do quite love the busy atmosphere, the innovative atmosphere, people building and people all pushing forward and looking forward to new technology. That is something I really love about the space, but I needed a very, very good break. Funnily enough, however, I actually only ended up taking a one week break, which was right around the time that Christmas was coming around. And I would like to tell you that it was not enough. Given I was working with such a jam-packed schedule every single day for a year, sometimes even on weekends, it was only near the end of the year where I was really noticing that, hey, I do need my weekends. I cannot keep surviving like this (laughs) with no weekends and not recharging at all. So it was only near the end of the year that I really started to take my weekends a little bit more seriously. And then eventually, obviously, I did take that one week break and it was definitely not enough. I did not feel recharged after. 
So that is how I ended up noticing that I needed to restructure things and change things around so they were working more smoothly and as efficiently as possible. When I was noticing this dip in my energy levels, I actually decided to make sure that I was eating more healthier alternatives like I normally would. I feel like I started to deviate from what I normally would do because I was starting to feel a little bit stressed. So for example, I started having more dairy. I started having more sugar. And those are things that I wouldn't say really are extremely bad. I think everything in moderation is fine. I am... Someone who obviously does care about my health and fitness levels, as I know it has a great impact on my mentality, my drive, as well as how I keep my energy levels up for work. And I also realized that it has a lot of correlation to do with self-confidence and building up that self-discipline. So it's a very important aspect for me, but I began to deviate from it. So I decided to cut out dairy and sugar as much as possible. Not completely, but a lot of the main sources that I thought were not too good for my system. And guess what? My body had gotten used to having this overload of dairy and sugar, or at least overload from what I normally have. And when I cut it out, wow, the adverse effect of removing that from my system completely was not smooth sailing at all. It was a good solid two weeks, I would say, of me feeling extremely irritable. I also felt extremely tired. So this was me feeling irritable and tired on top of the burnout that I was also experiencing. So the end of last year, to say the least, now that I've come out of it, was just very, very crazy. It was not a good time. But life is always full of fluctuations, ebbs and flows. So I know there's not going to be always a good time around the corner all the time. So that is fine. But I must say that was a time that was a little bit different to what I've normally experienced because the combination and the impact of the two was not a good effect, especially while I was already tired. (laughs) So That actually got me thinking about how I can make everything a little bit more efficient and run more smoothly so that I don't run into this kind of problem ever again. And that got me thinking about the 80-20 rule. And if you have not already heard of the 80-20 rule, essentially it is the ideology that 80% of what you do is actually very much fluff and 20% of what you do is actually what is bringing in your real results. So knowing that, I wanted to restructure things. I wanted to look at what I was doing that was wasting a lot of time or wasting a lot of energy as well. For example, some of the things I used to do in relation to this podcast was I used to write out a whole script because there is this nature inside of me where I want things to be as valuable as possible, which also meant that I would do a whole lot of research beforehand, make sure that Every episode is very clearly structured out so that there is always something to be taken away from each episode, which is great, which is not a bad thing. But I could also do that in a more relaxed form like I'm doing now. I just got a few bullet points in terms of what I want to talk about, but I don't have a script. So I'm thinking of things on the spot to actually relay to you and I can just make sure I'm getting my point across in a succinct and concise manner and make sure that I'm covering all my points. 
I wouldn't say it exactly wasted a lot of time, but it did take up a lot of time that was not exactly necessary because when I listened back to the recording, I could tell that the thoughts were not formulated from myself, although it was. It sounded like it wasn't because it was scripted and I was reading. You could really hear that I was reading in my voice. So I decided to cut that out. I won't be doing that anymore. I will just be going with the flow of most of my episodes. Unless there's an area that I really want to go over that's heavily focused on strategy, maybe those facets will be put in a script and the rest of the episode can be just bullet points. Also, for example, my TikTok page was very much focused on trying to get a lot of value across in terms of how to do marketing, how to better position yourself when you're doing marketing in the Web3 space. Although helpful, when you're actually watching it on screen, it can come off very stale. So that's something I'm also going to eliminate as well. So I'm going to try to do more things just on the spot and in the moment so that I can get my point across as genuinely and as authentically as possible. Another thing that I do want to mention about why I used to do this was personally, I'm a pretty private person. So when I am scripting episodes as well as pre-planning how TikTok episodes will go, that was in a way a method that I used to compartmentalize and hide behind the content that I was providing. I wanted to hide behind the strategy. I did not want to exactly reveal myself, reveal my personality. It is just me. I'm naturally like a private person. So focusing on marketing purely, it helped me put my face, put my voice out there without having to worry about revealing myself. And I'm a pretty confident person. It's not because I'm shy. It's just purely the fact that I'm actually genuinely private. So I didn't want to be randomly revealing extra facts that I thought maybe you don't need to know. But I've come to realize, hey, who cares? I am just going with it. If you find out extra details about me, then, well, we can be better friends. So that is how we're going to be doing things from now on. If I say something that sounds highly odd and different to what I've been doing, that is why at least you know now. In terms of the podcast, what will be changing is that instead of just focusing purely on NFT marketing, I'm going to broaden what I talk about to things such as the whole of digital marketing itself. The reason being is, although people say that Web3 marketing is very, very different, what a lot of marketers will actually know is that marketing repeats itself, just like history repeats itself. The way in which we market may change according to what is happening at that time, how technology advances. But in terms of the core principles of marketing, it pretty much always stays the same. And given how innovative the space is and how many builders are there, and eventually with my belief that everything that we are experiencing and knowing about the Web3 space right now Given that I think it will eventually just become mainstream to the point that it will just be the next phase of the internet as we know it. Of course, there may be a slow momentum in adoption, but eventually it will become the norm. And the second fold is that I actually noticed that there were a lot of people who were entrepreneurs in the space. We use the term builders and founders more frequently in the space as opposed to entrepreneurs, seemingly. But Having been in that position before and understanding that 
as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as a builder, ultimately, when you need to sell your product, you need to understand marketing. So I've decided that I'm going to broaden that aspect, which will also give me more to talk to you about, because I'm going to be talking about not only things that I am interested in, which always kind of has to do with marketing and business anyways. But for example, I was just talking about my burnout, how that affects my productivity, how that affects me getting my work done, me not being able to produce the content that I want to. And these are actually real problems that a lot of people face as people who are producing content, people who are trying to push their business and startups forward. So that's something I will also be talking about, hence the change. What this also means for the NFT course that I was going to release is that I have taken a step back. And the reason I've done this actually is that while I was slowing down and trying to look at things from more of a bird's eye view, I was obviously networking a lot. And a lot of you guys actually ended up coming to me for help about launching digital products ebooks, launching courses. You guys wanted to produce these on your own. And I was actually producing that for myself, but you guys didn't know how. And I ended up working with quite a few different people behind the scenes and helping them do that. I've actually decided to slightly move away from that just for now so that I can help you produce your own course. And the reason I wanted to actually do that is because that also fit in perfectly with the fact that I was so burnt out. And the reason I actually loved helping people create their own course as well as create eBooks at the time, which is not something I will be doing at the moment. I'm going to focus on online courses. And the reason is they're just more profitable given the amount of effort you still have to put in eBooks. If you really want to put your efforts and your energy into producing eBooks, obviously I'm not going to stop you because everyone has to do what they've got to do. But personally for me, when I think of the time and energy that I'm going to be putting into a project like a digital product, I am going to pick an online course. And it is way more interactive. It is just much easier for the user and the student who is learning from the course to absorb information because of the depth in which the information is provided. The results are better with online courses. And you don't want to be producing products that is only a small financial benefit for you and doesn't really provide results for the person who's purchasing the ebook as well. So that is why I'm going with online courses. Obviously, I can help with other facets as well. But for now, that's what I'm going to be focusing on. This actually tied in really well with how I was feeling because online courses actually allow you to be switched on at particular times of the year that you specifically want to launch. And then a lot of your work is actually quite passive and done at your own pace, which is something I extremely enjoy. That was something that was so valuable to me at the time near the end of last year. So having gone through that where I was helping different founders and clients to launch their own digital products, I have decided to actually show you how you can launch your own online course so that you can actually free up more time for yourself. And I don't know why I didn't do this sooner because this would have allowed me to free up so much more time, not get burnt out and just fizzle out at the end of last year, which was crazy because to be honest, I'm still feeling the remnants of it 
right now, even in this moment. So it has been a recovery process, which has been extremely, extremely long, but I'm hopefully going to be showing you from here on out the different ways that you can work a little bit more passively, have more time freed up, whilst also doing something that is very effective and helpful for those who do sign up for your course. Side note here, because I was extremely burnt out and wanting to advocate a little bit more about working in a little bit more of a balanced manner, I am actually not someone who would have said this previously just a year or two ago. I was very much in the go, go, go mentality and internally I still am. I, I love working. It is something that provides me a great bit of joy, but having worked so much in such a short amount of time and constantly straining myself to do more work, I do still understand the importance of rest, recovery, and basically doing things in a more sustainable manner so that you can last longer rather than crashing and burning all the time. This is why I've done a mini pivot to focus on marketing as a whole and why I'm looking at helping you create an online course. I know sometimes it may seem like it's not relevant for you, but to be honest, online courses are kind of for everyone. If you have an area of expertise, which you can help other people on, if you've had success in a particular area, I've seen knitting courses. I have seen people produce courses on how to take better photography with just your iPhone. Any area that you have that you are highly knowledgeable on, you don't have to have some serious education or certification behind it. It's just an area that you have found success in yourself. It can be as simple as that. And that's something you can obviously monetize and also work with in a little bit more of a passive manner. So that is something I really want to hone in. Hopefully I've reminded you to take a break if you definitely do need it. I am not one of those people who are all about being Zen and I wish I was a little bit more balanced like that and took that side a little bit more seriously, but hey, that is just who I am. So take a break, take a breather if you need it because you will deep down in your stomach, in your gut know when you need a break and when you actually deserve one, because I've been at points where I knew I wasn't deserving of one, but I took breaks anyways because I was lazy. But obviously I moved past that and got to the point where I was very, very harsh on myself. So take a breather. I will see you soon with a brand new podcast episode. You will see a new podcast cover and I'm thinking of recording an episode which actually tells you a little bit more about my story. Yes, I'm actually deciding to reveal a little bit more about myself than I normally would. So I am going to go and record that episode about myself very, very soon. So I will be speaking to you then. And I hope if you are also in a little bit of a state like I am, that you can feel better very, very soon.